Crisis in a community can really tear people apart or can bring them together, and it's Jesus at the center of it. I'm Doc, and I had a chance to talk with Sheriff Don Brown from Catawba County the day after tornadoes ripped through Claremont, North Carolina. This is what hope sounds like through Light on Claremont with Sheriff Don Brown. How do you find and keep hope alive? The Claremont community, they're very close-knit folks. They're very resilient, very strong. I had a lady come up to me and she said, my house is okay, my back porch is torn off, but I'm okay. Um, I've got a, a lot of shingles that she had left from a project that she had bought or something. And she said, I'm gonna go around and see who needs them. My hope is centered totally, completely in him. This is what hope sounds like. So how's the day going? Uh, a little busy, but a little little uh, slower than it was yesterday. Yeah, I'll bet yesterday you had a, a ton of calls all over the county, I'm sure. We did, the 911 center was pretty much overwhelmed and the, uh, you know, of course we had deputies responding to all the different calls uh, besides the ones that uh, were coming in for the for the storm. So a lot of flooding? Yes, there was some flooding. It wasn't as severe as I've seen in the past. You know, our our, our lakes, especially uh, Lookout Shoals, it was, it was up and so there were some threats there, you know, possibly turning off power to some of the homes that maybe would flood, things yeah. of that nature, which is not uncommon whenever we have flooding in this area for, for that for that part of the lake. How many people affected by the storm with, uh, you know, your business yesterday? How many calls do you think you all processed? And- oh, gosh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a number. That's a, that's a pretty strong number. I, I, I wouldn't even start to guess. <laughs> when do you all get to rest from a, from a day like that? Well, you know, we, uh, of course, we brought in some fresh folks last night. Uh, about we we brought in 12 deputies to work security in the affected area and uh then we brought in uh fresh folks this morning to to take over and we're starting to roll that up now yeah uh, sometime this afternoon they're talking about getting some power on to some of the the homes that are that that uh, power can be supplied to in yeah. that area of course they, there are some that are destroyed that uh, obviously won't have power to them but uh they're starting to starting to recover slowly, slowly down there. Let's talk a little bit about Claremont, which uh, arguably, and I don't know for sure because I'm not on the ground there, but it seems as that's probably the the uh, largest example of uh, catastrophic damage to a, a small area, right? It's a mobile home park. Yes, yes, it is, and it it, it was um, like I said, uh, that that area. Not all homes were destroyed, but there were several that were destroyed and i was told today there were probably there were over 30 families that were affected by that okay that that may be displaced temporarily and maybe permanently and they have shelters working at the calvary lutheran and did i hear there's a methodist church also offering their their place as uh as shelter i know there's a bethlehem church there in uh, downtown claremont that is a shelter that's being run by the red cross the red cross and a lot of other um Support agencies are on the ground down there, uh, so yeah, there there are a couple uh, shelters that are in place where there will be security at those places as well, law enforcement presence, and uh, and I don't know how long that will go on. Uh, I guess as long as necessary, obviously. How much damage, money-wise? I know that you know you're not the official guy who goes, yeah, that's two billion dollars worth of damage, but. What do you think that what you've seen, you've had eyes on it now. So uh, how does it compare to some other things you've seen? And, and what do you think the 
the long range effects, not only for those family, but even the area that as they try to come in and, and rebuild that, that part of the city. Yeah. Well, the, <clears throat> the damage at the uh, mobile home park, uh, as far as uh, monetary damage is what I've seen in the past with, with floods and hurricanes and things of that nature in this area. It's not as widespread in this incident. It, it was more destructive in my, in, from what I've seen in the past, but as far as overall monetary damage, it's not as widespread. So it wouldn't be as much. Uh, I, I would guess with infrastructure, you know, uh, the homes and all that, I, if I were to guess, I, I don't know, somewhere in the neighborhood of a couple million dollars. How long you been in the area? Uh, I have lived here my entire life, okay. uh, 57 years, but I've been in law enforcement for 35 years. So for the 35 or 57, both are counting here. Uh, <laughs> have you seen storms like this in January ever before? I don't recall any. It, it, it is an unusual time of year to have uh, a, a storm like that, to thunderstorms and, and tornadoes. Uh, so I, I don't recall any, you know, usually we would see those in, you know, late part of the year, November, you know, October, November times like that. And then early in the year, April, May, June, but not, not in January. I don't recall that. The comments we keep getting is like, well, this is highly unusual. Not only, you know, storms, water, that's not that unusual, but to have a, an actual tornado touch down and, and do some damage is, is different. And they had another warning somewhere else and and uh, and then off the coast as well yeah yeah and they, they actually didn't have a tornado warning for this one and the national weather service they uh they gave an explanation for that it just you know it, it, it didn't meet the criteria at the time yeah. and i can't speak on their behalf obviously and i can't certainly not a meteorologist or a scientist but uh it just didn't meet the criteria so there was no there were weather warnings but not a tornado warning yeah. And it came up, hit so quick, and then it was gone. Talk a little bit about the community as you as you know it um, in that area, the Claremont area where this is affected, and, and in the past and now, how they're responding to to this this emergency or this situation. Well, you know, Catawba County is a, a, a fairly large county, uh, relatively speaking, uh, for the state, uh, and and you know, the county as a whole is in, in my ever so humble opinion is a wonderful place and a great place but um uh, the the claremont community there it, it's a small town small community down there um but it's uh they're very close-knit folks they're very resilient very strong uh, I, I see them coming together I, I talked to several people yesterday out there their homes have been destroyed or you know they're 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 having to leave for whatever period of time and the attitudes just the attitudes of those folks you know, they were very sympathetic. You know, we had a loss of life, which is tragic. And, and I'll say, you know, my heart goes out to that family. And may God's grace give them peace and comfort this time. But, yes, um, you know, the, just the folks out there, I had a lady come up to me and she said, you know, my house is okay. My back porch is torn off, but I'm okay. Um, I've got a, a lot of shingles that she had left from a project that she had bought or something. Yeah. And she said, I'm going to go around and see who needs them. And see if we can get, you know, get their homes repaired. And uh, one guy said, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm glad he had he had several dogs, you know, in his home. He said, I'm glad they were they're okay. My family's okay, you know. And and just just the attitudes in general were just much more upbeat than you would anticipate when you just experience a, a you know, a, a, 
something that catastrophic and devastating. And these folks just had the best attitude and grateful for all our folks being down there. And they're just out there working, trying to get their, get back on their feet immediately. So I don't know if that describes really what you're looking for, but I, you know, it's just a great people. And it's encouraging to hear that. It's encouraging to hear that the community comes together and sticks together and really take care of each other. And even in the face of tragedy, willing to go, well, I've got a little bit, I'll glad to, to, to do that. And what about the faith-based community in the area, the churches? How, how are they uh, inter- interacting with the, with the tragedy? Well, uh, again, you know, they're, they're offering their facilities for, you know, for shelter, um, and, and we have a lot of churches in Catawba County. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how many we have as a number, but I can tell you when I worked in Newton, we had what was called, um, 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 uh, I don't remember, it was a program that we had that involved all of our churches and uh, Faith Watch. And uh, so we counted the number of churches we had in 13 square miles, and we had 50 churches in 13 square miles. Wow. Um, and Claremont, they have uh, several churches there. Uh, I can tell you, you can you can stand and throw a rock and hit probably four or five at one time. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's it's just the the they're they're interacting, they're offering their help, their assistance, you know, counseling, and because you know, whenever somebody faces something like that, you know, it it, it doesn't just affect your physical means and your being it, it, emotionally and 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 mentally it, it it affects you and they're you know they of course offer their assistance there can really shake your faith too right yeah absolutely absolutely someone listening to this who is totally disconnected say they're in knoxville tennessee which we cover or winston-salem or how how can how can those folks pray for the people in claremont you know just praying for their for their for them to get back on their feet them to to be able to adjust have a place to go you know, pray for their faith, you know, uh, uh, you know, you got to be strong. Your faith has to be strong in times like this. I know it can be, it can be questioned. It can be doubted. And, uh, just to, just to pray for your own faith and their faith. So, uh, and, and just that you get them back on their feet and get them back to a normal life as best we can. And I, and I can tell you they'll, they'll rebuild and they'll be back on their feet and, and ready to go again. And, and for future events, I, uh, we, we're expecting another one Friday, a weather right. event here. If, as as I'm hearing, it's not it's not supposed to be as severe, but we pray that it's not. We pray that it's just a normal rainstorm and we move on. But uh, certainly pray for that because you know you get knocked down and then you try to get up and you're knocked down again. So we we pray that that's that goes well this weekend and 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 move on. And we're a little early right now in in the whole uh, process to really know the list of things that are needed because I know emergency services are there and they're providing some things and and I know the Red Cross is on the ground. I know Samaritan's Purse is on the ground. I know that uh, the rapid response team from the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association is on the ground. So we've got a lot of people doing things, but I'm sure there'll be some needs and, and I pray that you will keep us updated so that we can tell everyone, here's what we need to have happen in Claremont. Absolutely. Absolutely. If, if there is a need, we will certainly let you know. Um, I was asking that question from emergency services, our, our communications officer here um, with the county. And right now, you know, just contact if, if, if anybody wants to offer up help in any way, contact the Red Cross. Again, they're here or, you know, any of these other organizations, and they're all fine, wonderful organizations. 
contact those folks. They know what the specific needs will be and, uh, and, and help those folks out. And I just want to say, you know, I, I think about these things and you so casually say, well, we had 12, 12 people in to work the first part and we got another shift of relief. I'm assuming that's another 12. So 24 total plus you is 25 and Cabot County is huge. Um, you know, my question is, how in the world do you do all of that? Well, um, I, I'll say this. Fortunately, uh, yesterday um, we had we had the the access to our school resource officers because school was canceled, and we have twenty six resource officers. Okay. And so when when all this took place, when it first happened yesterday, and we start getting the calls, we immediately open up command center at the fire department Claremont. And we probably had 35 deputies down there within minutes. And then we're rotating them in and out um, uh, in, in rescue efforts uh, and going around to all the, the, the affected homes to make sure no one's in there, yeah. make sure everyone gets to safety. And so that was a, a huge plus for us yesterday. You know, otherwise we would be calling people in. Um, they just happened to be there. Uh, the Lord was looking after us here. And uh, so we had those folks on the ground immediately. Uh, and then last night, like I said, we, we could bring some fresh people in that were off duty that did not work at all yesterday. We bring them in. Some of them were working uh, to work security down there to make sure we didn't have anybody coming and going that didn't need to be down there. It's, it's dangerous and, and safe for all. Um, but just to be able to manage people, we, we, we've got a lot of people here um, at the sheriff's office and, uh, and we can pull resources pretty quick. So uh, it worked out on, on that end uh, very well. There's nothing like uh, emergency, high, fast-paced situations where you're making decisions on the fly and you're pulling resources to put a fine pinpoint on the needs of your department. So how can we pray for um, you and your and your deputies in, in uh, Cobb County? Again, I go back to praying for their mental health. Um, this affects them as well. Uh, they see a lot of devastation. They see things that most people may not see in a lifetime. And they see it on a daily basis. Um, uh, not just situations like this. They see a, a, a lot of things that, that most people do not. So I would say anytime we can pray for those folks, uh, for their mental health and their mental being, because it will, it will take, a, in, in long term, it will have an effect if they don't deal with that appropriately. And we, we stay on top of that with our folks. If we know they're they're struggling with an issue or they, they've seen something that is that is just traumatic, then we make sure we get them to the right resources and uh, get them some help, but just praying for the mental health. For the physical health, we had uh, one deputy that was injured yesterday. Um, you know, he saw some things yesterday, had to participate in some things that most people would not in rescue efforts. So, uh, you know, folks like that, you know, it, it affected him mentally and physically and uh, just, just praying for us as a whole. Well, before you go, let me pray. Absolutely. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for um, letting us have this appointment today to be able to get an update on your sons and daughters who are affected by the circumstances that happened in uh, Catawba County and Claremont in particular with this storm that came through yesterday and your word talks about how you calm storms and how you do things through storms that um, we wouldn't have thought of. So Lord, we're asking that you do that today. We ask that you do that in the coming days and weeks in Claremont and in the county. 
that you would do things through this storm that would um, be things that we hadn't thought of that are, of course, you work everything for good. So we were expecting good things, Lord. So we thank you for that. And for the sheriff and sheriff's department and the, and the deputies, Lord, would you protect those men and women who work on these kinds of circumstances when something comes up? It, we often take it for granted that, well, they're there. Of course, they're going to be there. Um, but we many times maybe overlook the, the effects of uh, the hurry up and get into a situation you never thought you would have been in when you woke up in the morning. And by the end of the day, you've seen things that no one else should really see and nobody should see, actually. So, Lord, we ask that you would um, that you would a prepare them in a way that guards them and then if they are affected by the things that they see and have to do, or even injured, that you would uh, be the great healer that you are and that you would heal, for instance, the deputy that was injured yesterday in, in the in the rescue efforts that, that he had to do. And and those who have the long-term effects of things that they've seen and they suppress it and it comes out later, Lord, would you heal them? Would you heal them quickly and restore them to the mental health that, that you designed from the beginning? and to help them with their families as they deal with these kinds of things as well, especially the physical safety and, and of course, the mental safety so that it can be in the moment when they're in with their families. Lord, thank you for all that you do, and, and I thank you for um, for Don and, and for his team and for everything that you're going to show us through Claremont. Um, we ask all of this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.